Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of you guys, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to Strange Brew Coffeehouse this weekend. Obviously, you know, not all of you are going to be in Starkville, but when you come back next weekend for Mississippi State LSU and that big showdown, make sure, you know, before you head to the stadium, you get in line at Strange Brew Coffee House to grab yourself something to drink. Now, speaking of standing in line, you don't want to do it at the stores here in Starkville. You don't want to have to be waiting in line trying to buy your polos, your T-shirts, and everything else maroon and white. Make sure you've done that before you, you get here. Square it away with College Corner. Two locations in the Jackson area to serve you. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. You can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Whatever you need for yourself, your house, your car, your tailgate, whatever, they've got it at College Corner. Humble Tacos, looking forward to seeing you next weekend and every weekend that you're in Starkville. Mississippi, Mississippi, uh, blah, 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 blah. Mexican fair with Mississippi. What, what, what would Mississippi fair with Mexican roots look like? Well, the only Mississippi fair I know about is the Shelby County Fair. <laughs> <laughs> let's, 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 let's play this out just a touch here. Let me think. So we've got a fried catfish taco with pimento and cheese on it. A pimento and cheese taco. Yeah. Pimento cheese queso. Okay, I yeah. can I can go with that. Okay, that that would be Mexican Mississippi fair with Mexican roots. There you go. We've 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 turned it on its head. Million dollar idea. And that was just a uh, you know we, a slip comment there. Yeah, that but you made. but it made sense. Yeah, it made sense. Or you have like like how can a you BLT Mexi- taco? How can you Mexican up greens like collard greens? Instead, um, instead of like ham hocking there, you put some. Well, chorizo that would be part there. of your your guacamole salad or whatever on the side of your taco. You can have green. You can have collard greens with the catfish taco instead. Instead of like avocado, could you mash up some greens to that consistency? I, I wouldn't eat it. I wouldn't eat it. But people who like greens, though, this is just some ideas we're throwing out. We don't. We don't just. We don't limit the million dollar ideas here. We don't just go to one sponsor. With it. We've got million dollar ideas for everybody. My tiny, my tiny brain is always churning. It's churning. Oh, we're churning. Making, we're coming up with stuff. Thankfully, we don't have to think too hard when we go to Humble Taco. Everything on the menu is great. Check them out next time you're here in Startville. All right, Friday, three P's, Memphis, Mississippi State, three o'clock kickoff in the Liberty Bowl. I know a lot of you guys are going to be watching. By the way, based did, on what I've seen on Twitter, a lot of you guys are going to be watching on mute. Did you just see the two lane helmets? I have not. Ross Dellinger just posted. Oh, a picture really? Of it. That's 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 cool. Oh, that's awesome. And they've also got the uh, the the SEC championship stickers on the back. Yes, that's outstanding. So that's pretty cool. Greeny, known for being a murderer too, evidently. 
Well, good for him. Yeah, according to those old... Uh, Tulane's living the, it up a little bit. They, they, they're playing with some house money. There, there's some hype around them this weekend, yeah. and for good reason. I, I think that this is. I think this could be an interesting ball game. I think Ole Miss wins, but this isn't a team to sneeze at. They went to Oklahoma and scored 35. Yeah. Against Oklahoma, had the ball in the fourth quarter with a chance to take the lead, and win the ball game. Mm-hmm. That's that's a top five Oklahoma team. That's not a terrible Oklahoma team. So th- this should be a really good game. That's probably the game I'm most looking forward to this weekend outside of Alabama, Florida. All right, I agree with you on that. So here's what I uh, here's what I did this today. You know, we every week on uh, Sports Talk, we look at we, we we pick two games apiece. We each pick two different games. So far on the season, I'm two and two. So I was looking today at Bovada and looking at the lines, trying to figure out the games I like. When you look at Bovada. They tell you how many games, how many bets have been placed on each game, and on average, they're all like right now, you know, between 120 and 130 bets are playing placed on each game. Have people have bet them right? Only 38 bets on Mississippi State Memphis. People don't know what to make of Mississippi nobody, State. Nobody, nobody wants to touch it. Nobody's touching it, and they're thinking back to last week when State that started opening as a pick 'em, and then NC State was a small favorite by the end, and everybody didn't really know why that, that, that line didn't make sense. And then Mississippi State goes out and handles North Carolina State. And now this week you think, okay, well, they're playing a Memphis team that just gave up 50 points and 700 yards to Arkansas State. They should roll them, but they're only a three-and-a-half point favorite. That line has not moved, by the way. Mm-mm, nobody's touching nobody's it. Nobody's touching it. because everybody, I think this is sort of a prove-it game for the Sharps, and for the analytics mm-hmm. for Mississippi State, I talked. I tweeted last night. Bill Bill Connolly, who does the S and P for ESPN, has State losing this game by one. He had State losing last weekend as well. Lee Sterling today, uh, as we record on Paramount, from Paramount Sports, he took Memphis straight up to win three three points. Yeah, he took. He had Memphis uh, winning the game by what's three. The, what's the spread? Three and a half. Okay. So, but he had Memphis winning the game. State's three and a half. Point favorites. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, he, he said wrong team favored, basically. This is a prove-it game for Mississippi State t- to prove that they're moving in the right direction. Um, I, I, I think of this game in the same way, of I think, of last year's Egg Bowl. Now, obviously, the result, I think, will be different. But we said, and me and Joel, we said all week that, look, Ole Miss is terrible defensively. Everybody who has played against them has moved the football. State should be able to move the football. Well, what happened? Rodgers threw for 440 yards. Mm-hmm. I think if Rodgers throws for 440 this week, State will win pretty comfortably. Mm-hmm. And I'm not predicting him to do that. I'm predicting him to have a good game, though. So for me, Memphis is so poor defensively. I just don't see a way for them to constantly stop Mississippi State. And then on the other side of that, State is so much better defensively than anything Memphis has seen this year. They're going to get some stops on this Tiger offense. I don't know if blowout's the right word, but I feel like State is headed towards a comfortable win here. Am I crazy, or are you going to talk me out of it? No, I don't think you're crazy because I think that's that's a distinct possibility. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I still do not have all that much confidence in Mississippi State Fair. offensively. But I, I'm I, I'm leaning a little towards your direction. I don't think that Memphis wins this ball game, and I I think that Mississippi State's going to be pretty much in control by the second half. The key for me is 
do they go two quarters without scoring? Do they go to a quarter and a half without scoring? If they're having these long droughts where they're not scoring points, I don't think you can afford to do that. You're you're on the road in a ball game that is probably going to be well attended for Memphis. This is the SEC opponent. Their fans are going to be hyped up. The players are going to be hyped up. A lot of these players were recruited over by Mississippi State, and they want to beat State. So this is not a game where you can afford to just be lackadaisical and just go through the motions. You have to come out there and step on their throat, and you have to keep the throttle down for four quarters. You can't have two quarters like you did against La Tech. You can't have the first and second quarter like you did in, against NC State. You you need to come out, take control of the ball game, and maintain control throughout. Uh, but from a talent perspective, Mississippi State is far more talented than Memphis. Yeah. That doesn't mean they win the ball game. We've seen that time and time again. But I just feel like they know coming into this ball game what they have to do. I, I don't think Mississippi State's going to be overlooking Memphis. It, it would be it would be a little surprising to me if they were because this is a, a true road game and this is also a team that's better than La Tech mm-hmm. and you've already had that scare against La Tech. So I, I think they're going to be focused in this ball game. I'm just interested to see how they come up, come out, and how consistent they are on that on that offensive side of the ball because I think the defense should be pretty solid. I feel like it's it bears repeating the numbers that Arkansas State was able to put up on this Memphis defense. <clears throat> they completed 42 of 66 passes for 582 yards and five touchdowns with no picks. So they threw it 66 times and didn't have a pick. That's pretty impressive. They were they didn't run the ball incredibly effectively, but they did have 32 carries for 98 yards. So 680 yards of total offense. They averaged 14 yards per catch. On the other side of the ball, and this is where I think for Mississippi State, this is where the game is won. Memphis against Arkansas State rushed 37 times for 263 yards. I feel really confident mm-hmm. taking 163 yards off the board right there. If you told me they rushed for 100 yards, sure. But I don't see them getting much more than that. That's why State's going to win. They're going to make Memphis one-dimensional. Do you do you have the same approach that you did last week? Absolutely. Come out aggressive mm-hmm. against the run. Mm-hmm. Come after Hennigan, who's a freshman. Yeah. Hit him in the mouth. Oh, I'm a few showing times. Hennigan as many different packages and, and formations as I can. And listen, just put just put Forbes and Emerson on an island. Just put let them, them on Austin and Dykes. And let them press. Let them press. You're let good. them get at the line of scrimmage. And if they beat them, then you tip your hat. Yeah. But I'm I'm bringing blitzes from everybody else. I'm putting a lot of pressure on Hennigan. I'm stopping the run, and I'm saying if you can beat me through the air, then more power to you. I'm doing the same exact thing against them as I did against NC State. Yeah. And Got- I and. I, I think that Hennigan, I think their passing offense is going to be more effective than mm-hmm. North Carolina State's, but how much more effective can it be? Calvin Austin on the season, 12 catches, 286. I mean, that's 24 yards a catch. He could, but he had a massive game. He has 286 yards receiving on the season. He had 239 against Arkansas State. So Nichols was able to limit him. Um, let's go back. Let me. I haven't done that yet. Let me look at the uh, the Nichols box score for for for. Uh, for Memphis, because I haven't really done that yet. Hennigan in that game is 19 of 32 for 265 yards and a touchdown. They again they ran the ball for 322 yards. Yeah, the the run the the rushing attack in, in these offenses is so big because 
it takes the pressure off the passing game, mm-hmm. and it, it allows those numbers to start to climb a little bit. They can hit some big plays and things like that. Yeah. What does Memphis look like when you take if you cut that number in half? Right. Which is what I feel like Mississippi State's going to be able to do. Yeah. It, it, that I think that's the key to this whole thing is limit what they do running the football and just force them to drop back there and pass. That now they they look like they're going to be a solid passing team, mm-hmm. but. I think you knock them off their axis a little bit if you if you hit them in the mouth early and you stop that and you're not, you don't let them establish the rushing attack. I think that's a, that's a big part of things in this ball game. I feel like when when that happens, it's going to blow up in Mem- on Memphis because with a freshman quarterback and two good corners back there, it's going to be really tough for him. I feel like Mississippi State's defense is going to make this this game really tough for Seth Hennigan. And then on the other side of the ball. I, I can't help but think 680 yards to Arkansas State. State should be able to be in the 450 range. And if they're in that range, that's going to be around 40 points. And if they're at 40 points, they're going to win and win probably pretty easily. Yeah, you, you don't don't go in this game saying Arkansas State put up 700 yards of offense or whatever it was. Mississippi State should put up 800. Right. Now, don't, don't think don't that. Think, don't, Just, don't, don't talk yourself into that. Because that was... That was probably an anomaly. I don't think they're going to give up right. 500, 600 yards a game this year. No. But it just shows that they're susceptible to big games like that. You're right. I think 450, 480, 500 yards would be – you would feel really good about your chances in a game like that. Yeah. So when I would think – They got that, 350 in this game. Yeah. I'm a little nervous about Mississippi State's chances. Without looking, I'm going to assume State had less than 40 yards rushing in the Egg Bowl. Yeah, I can't remember what I mean, they had. I don't they remember Marks and Johnson or, or anybody having a long run in that game. So, if I mean, they had 440 in the air. If, if you can be around 400 and be around 60 yards receive, rushing, you, you should win the game easily. They, they, need to be, they need to be a little better with their play calling when they run the football. And, you know, I've always heard that it's kind of the quarterback's decision mm-hmm. where the, where, to check down to a run or to right. check down – so you know that I think that falls on Will Rogers to make the correct call right there because I think teams are starting to pick up on first downs. Mississippi State's going to run the football. Yeah, you need to get die out of that play or whatever, yeah. and it and it hadn't been it didn't work at least against NC State. How, how much does and I hate to bring them up, but how much does the fact that Memphis has had some success against Ole Miss over the last couple of decades play into MSU fans' thoughts about it? Because State has not lost to Memphis since 1993. Now, obviously, they haven't played them in a decade, but State has beaten the good Memphis teams. Yeah. Does that play in? Well, yeah, I think for for some people it does because they see that they beat another team as comparable to theirs. But, yeah, I think that more than anything, that that feels like a mindset thing for for Ole Miss and Memphis. I think Memphis looks at Ole Miss differently than they do Mississippi State. Probably. And I think Ole Miss has a little bit of doubt in their mind when they go into that game. Yeah, You know, State has – they haven't lost to Memphis, I don't believe, in my lifetime. When was the last time they lost 90, to them? 93. Okay. So they they have. Kid. Yeah. Little kid. But I don't remember it. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just Mississippi State is the better team here. Mississippi State's the better team. You, you have to act like it. You have to come on that turf, and you have to take control of the ball game. This is a fair statement, right? This is a game Mississippi State can lose, but it's not a game that we think they will lose. Yeah, I mean, you and I, I think, are both going to pick them right. to win but this they game. Could but play, they, if they play poorly, they'll lose. Absolutely. I, I could def, I could definitely see that outcome happening in this ballgame if Mississippi State isn't ready. If they if they come out and they have, like I mentioned, you know, a couple of quarters where they're just mm-hmm. dull 
on offense, going three and out, turning the ball over, they could very easily lose this ball game. I, I don't have a doubt in my mind that they could lose this game, but this is a game they should win. They should win. They should win. I, I think the, the keys, like I said, are going to be stopping the run and then on the other side of the ball, just being efficient. Don't turn it over. Don't give Memphis short fields. They, they do have the big play capability. So you give them short fields, it can be one-play drives. And that's mm-hmm. that you, can't, you cannot have that. And we've talked about Mississippi State's defense and its propensity to give up the big play. Can't, can't have a turnover on the MSU 41-yard line because that can just be a 41-yard touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. You've, got, you've got to take care of the football, value those possessions. And, but I think defensively things will take care of themselves because I don't think Memphis's offensive line can deal with State's front six. You know, I feel like Cam Young, Pickering, Crumity, uh, Charlton, and all those guys, and then the linebackers are going to have big days because Memphis is going to try to run, and they're just not going to be able to. Um, and then State sort of has, you know, we're going to talk about an X factor, but Tulu Griffin is one. You know, kickoffs that go to Tulu Griffin are dangerous. You know, he's he's basically he has been a spark in each of State's first two games. His long return against Louisiana Tech sparked the comeback, and his long his touchdown return against North Carolina State sort of sparked everything that sort of happened after that. I, I feel like if State just gets, and I could be wrong, you, you, there's no way to tell, but I feel like if, if he just takes a knee or it just goes to the back of the end zone, State gets the ball first possession and they go three and out, I don't know that the game plays out the same way. But yeah. you get the crowd into it. You get you get you get the early lead. You give your defense some confidence. You give your offense some confidence. I think it just. I think that. I think it's a huge factor. So I'm I'm going to be interested to see if he touches the ball at all on kickoffs. If 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 you have the ability to kick the ball out of the end zone, you do it. Yeah. Because well, you're all you're, like I said, you're better off kicking it out of bounds and just taking it on 35. Right. Because right now he's averaging over 40 yards a kick. Exactly. Return. And exactly. that's you know that's over two seasons. He's averaging over forty yards. You would be, be you literally would be better off the kicking it out of bounds. Yeah. And at this point, I, I don't know how much I don't know how much more we're going to see him on kickoffs. But as we've said time and time again, you got to find a way to get the ball in his hands because he's quite dynamic when he gets the ball in his hands in open space. Yeah. If it feels like this could be a week where we might see a player two specifically designed to get him the ball quickly. Yeah. A, a quick throw, a quick screen. Maybe out of the backfield in some way. I don't know. But the more Tulu Griffin, the better. No question about it. it. makes you wonder why he wasn't. I mean, I guess he had injuries last year, but they should have. Found, they had to find a way. To, I mean, they, he is an explosive playmaker. And then when you combine him with Wally, with Calvin, the consistency you're going to get from, from Austin Williams, what you get from Malik Heath, what you get from Makai Polk, another consistent receiver. A lot of weapons there. We'll see if State can take advantage of them uh, this week. I think they can. Uh, let's move on into our pre our playmakers and prediction. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Don't forget that Welcome Home Beef available all across the state in different markets, and it, does, it doesn't need to be the ones they're in now. We'd like to expand Welcome Home Beef. We want them everywhere in the state of Mississippi. They're a Mississippi business. Let's help them out. If your local grocery store isn't carrying Welcome Home Beef products right now, you are missing out. You need to find out why. Talk to your local uh, grocers, your butchers, the guys in the meat market there, and also call Welcome Home Beef. Find out how you can get their products in your city. That number is 662-268-8148. Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District Smoke Southern Soul Food, and that is a place that will be jumping this weekend, or next weekend, I should say, when LSU is in town. It's not a real trip to Starkville if you don't make a trip to Two Brothers. It is 
the hub of the Cotton District. Make sure it's on your to-do list next weekend. Grab some smoked wings and a couple of tacos and a nice cold beer. And then after the game, that's the place to post up and watch a great day of college football. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Advantage Business Systems takes care of you with a two-way game plan, just like Mike Leach and Zach Arnett. Offense is this. They're going to sell you an incredible selection of products that your business needs. Everything you need from a technological standpoint, copiers, printers, computers, software, whatever it is, they've got it. And they've got the best of the best. And they back every sale up defensively with great customer service, the kind of customer service you would expect when you're dealing with your next-door neighbor. And that's what they are at Advantage Business Systems. They are your neighbor. They're a Mississippi business first and foremost. They've been working here in our state for 46 years. Call them today and find out how they can be of service to you. That number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Offensively, who you got for a playmaker? Jameer Calvin. Okay, I like it. Um, didn't see him much last week on the stat sheet, but I think he had two plays maybe where he had a big gainer or something like that. They got called back. Mm-hmm. I think he shows up in a big way this this week against Memphis. This feels like a really good matchup for him, and I think he has a chance to, to have a big game and, and really let this offense kind of expand a little bit. He He's turned out to be State's biggest big play threat early on in the season. Yeah. It seems like. One thing that that you have to look at, you know, when you're talking about Memphis, right, defensively, their first and second corners, obviously not as good as Forbes and Emerson, but few are, right? But they might still be good corners. But when you start talking about the guys guarding in the slot, the third and fourth corners, I mean these are these are G five players for a reason. And so there there's an opportunity with Wally and Calvin and Austin Williams to have a lot of mismatches there. Mm-hmm. So I like I like where your head's at with that, and I'm sort of going to go the same way. I'm going to go with Jaden Wally. I think this is a breakout game for Jaden Wally. I think this is a six, seven, eight catch, hundred and twenty-five yard plus kind of game. I think he's just going to work Memphis in the middle of the field and have a big day out there, probably get into the end zone as well. Won't be surprised to see seven, eight guys over four to five catches in this game, and maybe two or three hundred yard guys. I, I think Will Rogers. Yeah, you know, I sort of maybe we should say Will Rogers by default, but I feel like he's going to have a similar game in this game that he had in the Egg Bowl, where he threw for 440 yards. So, uh, defensively, who are you looking at? I'm going to go with Emmanuel Forbes on defense. That's a good call. The, had a great game last week. The secondary is going to be tested in this game because I feel like the running game is going to be neutralized, should be, and you're going to see a, a, the ball in the air a lot for Memphis. And this is where Forbes and Emerson come into play. Forbes has been your playmaker um, uh, for the last two years now. I think he's going to make a couple of plays in this game that helps Mississippi State win. Yeah, Forbes, like I said, had a great game uh, last weekend, obviously. Um, I think that I'm going to stay on. I'm going to stay up front because like I said I think it's going to be so important for MSU to stop the run. Uh, so let's let's start right there uh, at Jaden Crumedy. Who had a another guy who had a big game last week? I think he's the next MSU defensive lineman. I don't I don't know that he's a first rounder by any stretch, but he's a guy who'll play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He can rush the passer, he can stop the run, he's versatile, and I think he's got the right attitude. I think he'll have a big game on Saturday. He'll be he'll be key in State's ability to stop the Memphis uh, rushing game. For my X factor, I feel like picking Tulu Griffin sort of a foregone conclusion, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, I feel like he he's a guy who will. He, I feel like this point, 
you can feel confident that Tulu Griffin will make a play that impacts the game. And that's sort of what you know the X factor is. A guy who you feel could maybe only make one play in the game, but it's a huge play. That's where Tulu Griffin is right now. So Tulu Griffin's going to be my X factor. I'm going to go with Fred Peters. Okay. In the back of the secondary. Had interception so last week. So two secondary guys for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think he could be a guy that late in the ball game gets a tackle for loss and a blitz. Late in the ball game gets an interception across the middle. He's a veteran. He's going to this this situation is going to play right into his hands and you know, we're going to see the we're going to see some passing from Memphis in this game. I think Emmanuel Forbes has the best game out of a defender. I think Fred Peters comes through with the biggest play when it matters. All right. I like I like where your head's at. What do you got for the prediction? Oh, but, but since we now know the uh, the criteria, do we want to pick a bone and a mechanic? No, <laughs> we'll leave those to Mike Leach. Well, we'll let Mississippi State pick out those. Yeah. What do you got for the prediction? I got State by a touchdown in this game. I think that they will be. You know, I th- I think early on Memphis will put a scare into the Bulldogs, and at halftime might even be leading this ball game. The game's going to be close. I think State takes control late in this game, but I, I think that they can win this game by a touchdown to 10 points and maybe even more. But I do think Mississippi State wins this game, and that's that's the important thing. And I think coming out of this ball game with a win is the most important thing. I, I don't really look at this and say, I think Mississippi State needs to have some style points. I just think they need to win this game. They need to continue to build confidence, build it and build it and build it. Next week, if you can find a way to win that one too, that'd be huge. Yeah. You gotta just well, get you're out off this and game. running. Yeah. yeah, you gotta just get this game, get another win, and mo- and continue to move forward, so these young guys can can continue to get that confidence. I'm gonna sort of put myself out on a limb here. I really am confident State's going to win this game easily. Wait, what was your score? Did you say a score? I, I want to keep it the same that I did on the website, but I can't remember what it might, what mine was. I, I'm gonna say Only th- I had a device. I, we haven't posted them yet. Oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna say 34 to 27. I have a lot of faith here. I don't know why I do, but I do. So I'm going to step out on a limb here, and if I'm wrong, I'm just wrong. I think State's going to win pretty comfortably. I'm going to say You're so negative. I know, right? I'm going 42-24. Mississippi State gets the win. Okay. I, think, I could, I could I think definitely State just, just handles Memphis from start to finish, uh, and, and Memphis gets maybe some late scores and make it look a little bit better than it really is. I think Will Rogers is going to have a big game. He's going to spread the ball around. I think a couple of receivers are going over 100. Well, whatever you get in the running game is just what you get. That would be huge to come out and have that kind of performance. Yeah. I think people would, would really start to change their tune about Mississippi State if they did I that. I agree. I'm interested to know what it is analytically, and maybe I want to talk to Bill Connolly about this. Just like, what is it your, your, your formula doesn't like? Yeah. If they win this week and then next week he's still picking LSU to win, like, what is it your numbers don't like? I don't know. Well, we'll I mean, here's the thing. I mean, was it that same system that was picking Mississippi State top 10 preseason? I don't No, no, no. Two different systems. Okay, so, so that was the uh, FPI yeah, and this, FBI, is, the this is the S&P. Plus. So it's, it's different. Okay, systems. well, so I, I don't understand because don't that either. system thought very highly of Mississippi yeah, no, State. I agree, I agree. Everybody else thinks very negatively. All right. I think State's going to win, so 3-0 and going into next week against LSU. We are going to blow it out next week. I'm going to have a ton of coverage. All right. We're going to interview LSU people. We're going to interview some other people. We've got some national people we're going to talk to. And then I've got a couple of other things possibly lined up uh, to give us some more perspective. We're going to have a lot going on. Plus, don't forget, at the end of the week, Robbie, you'll be taking uh, 
Friday show off because that will, of course, be the Augustinelli family reunion. This is our show. And we'll talk to Peter Burns in the People segment. And this time, if if Mississippi State wins this ball game, mm-hmm. I need you to talk to Christopher. <laughs> and I need him to get we, we his comeuppance. We need penance. He needs his comeuppance. Because last year, y'all let him off the hook. So here's the thing about that. We let him off the hook, hook publicly, correct? Yes. Oh, I I know you gave him. But privately, he cried like Nancy Kerrigan. Uh, I think I was. I think y'all. I think I was there whenever at your house when y'all started to. Oh yeah, when we tried to call him and he wouldn't answer the phone. So he he didn't want none of that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll see how that. We need some come up in this year. Huge week next week for Mississippi State. We will be back on Sunday uh, to talk about a lot of things. Things that are true as it as it stands. Have a great weekend, guys. I'm Brian Haydad. That's Robbie Falk. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.